0: marvelous light and we bless him for being God and God alone. So we thank him for all that he's doing in the lives of his people. We bless him father right now for doing that what he said he would do in the promises that he had made to each and every one of us. And I thank him for allowing us to continue to be that one. He has brought out of that darkness into the marvelous light. We come father thanking him for all that he has done in the name of Jesus. We trying to get this right. Amen. I thank God for our praise and our uh uh, public relations, amen, have keeping us, keeping us right, amen. I thank him for all that he's doing in the lives of his people. I bless him for all he has said to each and every one of you. I hope you're having a good time. I know I'm having a great time, even the time of crisis, amen. Even the time of the challenge that was going forth, amen. Even in sitting in the midst of these 40-some days, amen, that God has allowed us to be inside, amen, uh, in our homes, amen, and seeing the goodness of Jesus Christ, As I continue to try to address myself. I'm sorry, Amen, but I just bless God for allowing, uh, for just for being here on this great day. We're excited, the pastor and I, and all the men and women of God here at Faith Timber Christian Center. We are so excited about what God is doing in the lives of His people. We know there's going a lot, a lot of things going on around us, and we know things are coming at us kind of hard, Amen. But we just blessing God in the mighty name of Jesus, for He is truly. God and God alone. And I just thank Him for everything He showed each and every one of us. As we go forth in the studies on today, amen, we're going to hear some things, amen. And I was just talking to one of our pastors, amen, today, amen. I was just hearing the, the Word of God was just said, I and mean, the Spirit of God just said, this about 40 days we've been in this thing right now, and in, in this little crisis that we're going through. And He kind of reminded me of what we're going to talk about today. We're going to be talking about wisdom, amen, and it comes from Proverbs 3, amen. So get your Bibles, amen. It's going to come from Proverbs 3. And what we're going to do? I'm just going to read the whole entire Proverbs 3, Amen. And as we read the Proverbs, Amen. I just want y'all to see and sit and, and just take notes, Amen. Get your pencils and your papers, Amen. Sit with your children, Amen. Get them Get them in the position to be to be uh, ready to receive that, Amen. If they don't get it all, they want to run around, Amen. Just remember, Amen. And get them and get them in a quiet time, Amen. If, they, if, they, if, they, if the attention, man, may be a little bit long, short, or whatever it may be, Let's get them in a quiet time in your own personal time as you write down as a mother and father sit around a table amen and get this word into the, to them amen. So I really want them to hear what the spirit of God is going to say unto the churches amen because we want all of our children all of our young people everyone to hear this word because God is truly setting an example and showing us in this time of these 40 days or more amen. God is truly showing some situations that we can kind of that's going to arise and in the, in the how we're going to come through this as a family and as we walk this walk and this walk is as we go forth and knowing that God is still in control. Uh, amen. I just thank God for the songs. I thank God for my, for my wife. Amen. Pastor L, Amen. I thank her. Amen. For her, her diligence. Amen. That could be committed and consistent. I thank all of the leaders of, of FTCCI, the faith church. Amen. I just bless God for each and every one of you. Even though we're not in the body of Christ here in the bo- in the building. Amen. But we're still working on the outside. Amen. And that's what it's all about. God is doing some great things on the outside. I thank you for to take make, taking care of all the people that we are connected with, even calling family, writing notes, whatever it may be, dropping off gifts, amen, dropping off fruit baskets, and those things that encourage one another and help us to, to lift each other up in this time of trouble. And that's what God is wanting us to do. He wants to learn how to work together. And that's what it's all about, working together. Man have been trying to fight against man all through the years, Amen, and trying to destroy man. And God never wanted us to have control over man, amen. He wanted to have control of the elements, the fish that swim in the sea and the birds that fly in the air. He gave and then, then the one thing, the creeping things that are uh, upon the earth, amen. He have gave us dominion over those things, amen. He gave us dominion over the earth, amen. Not over man, amen. I just bless God for what he's showing us and sharing with us in this, even in the midst of this trial and this test that we're going through even the believers and unbelievers God is showing some people and showing all of us amen that he is still in control and I thank God for him being in control because if I was in control we'd be, be, be just like Adam did we'd mess up things and I don't want to mess up anything that's already messed up man can't, con- can't correct nothing that's already been messed up amen I just bless God because only one man came down to redeem us and that's, that was the Son, Jesus Christ, God, sit down, amen, in flesh, amen, to walk upon this earth to seek to let us know that He is in control and that He still loves us, amen, and He still loves us with everything that He had ha- made us with, amen. That's, that's His love, that's what He made us with. We're going to go to Proverbs 3, amen. I'm going to be reading from the Amplified Version, amen. So bear with me, amen, as I continue to adjust myself. I just want y'all to understand that I'm excited. I'm excited, I'm excited about what God has, has already shown us, amen, and, and shown me individually, because truly, without him, we'd be nothing. Without him, we'd be, be nothing at all. And I'm just thinking him for his blood, his blood covering, his blood that washes as white as snow, and I'm just thinking him for all that he's doing in the lives of his people, and I just want to laugh, share with each and every one of you today, amen, I just want to thank God for what he's doing, amen, I just, I'm just excited. And if you if you're not getting anything out of this 40 days that we've been in, this, this, this as they say pandemic pandemic you're gonna you're gonna miss out on everything that God is trying to show you on the days to come. And I want y'all to understand this that this is just the beginning of the of the evil days that God has told us. It's the beginning, and we got got to understand that it's gonna even get worse. And I believe it's gonna get worse. The challenges are going to come more, and if you cannot learn to love one another in the household now, and you cannot learn to love one another, your neighbors or your enemy, and you cannot forgive them of things that God has told you to forgive in this time and this season, God is really going to—it's to, really going to be worse in, in the time to come. So, I, so we have really got to learn to walk together and love one another in this—in the midst of it all. And I'm going—we're going to be reading, but like I said, of you you got your Bibles, your notebook, your past, and whatever you may need. Amen to get ready for God's word, amen, because I'm really excited to give to share with you because me and Pastor have been talking about this for some, some about a month now, and God really pressed it my heart to share with all of each and every one of you what he has been sharing with us, amen, how we must come through this battle and come through this challenging time to, to, uh, uh, that we are facing right now, and we can't do it alone. Somebody set up your neighbor, somebody throw some thumbs up, some hearts or Whatever you want to do, a comment, you can tell them in the, in the comment, we can't do this alone. And I just want you all to understand, we can't do it alone. And we're gonna, I'm going I'm to talk about it, I'm getting ready to read it right now, but I'm trying to hold my horses, amen, before I get into this topic. But I just want to read this. It says, Proverbs 3, the entire uh, Proverbs, amen. It says, my son, do not forget my teaching, but let your hearts keep my commandments, For length of days and years of life worth living and tranquility and prosperity the wholesomeness of life's blessings they will add to you. Do not let mercy and kindness and truth leave you. Instead, let these qualities define you. Bind them securely around your neck. Write them on the table Of your heart. So find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Trust in and rely confidently confidently on the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Know in all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him and he will make your path straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord with reverent awe and obedience and turn entirely away from evil. It will be held to your bones all your bodies, your marrow, your nerves, your sinews, your muscles, all your inner parts, and refreshment, physical well-being to your bones. Just honor the Lord with your wealth, and with the first fruit of all your crops, income. Then your bones will be abundantly filled, and your vats will overflow with new wine. My son, do not reject or take lightly the discipline of the Lord. Learn from your mistake in the testing that comes from his correction through discipline, nor despise his rebuke. For those who the Lord loves, he corrects, even as the Father corrects the Son in whom he delights. Happy, blessed, considered, fortunate to be admired is the man who finds skillful and godly wisdom. Let me read that again. Happy, blessed, considered, fortunate to be admired is the man who finds skillful and godly wisdom and the man who gains understanding and insight learning from God's word and his life experiences. For wisdom is profit is better than the profit of silver and her gain is better than the fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and nothing you can wish for compares with her in value. Long life is in her, her right hand, in the left hand are her riches and honor. Her, her ways are, are highways of pleasantness and favor, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her, and happy, blessed, considered, fortunate to admire is everyone who holds her tightly. The Lord, by his wisdom, has founded the earth. By his understanding, he has established the heavens. By his knowledge, the deep were broken up and the clouds dripped with dew. My son, let them not escape from your sight, but keep sound wisdom and discretion. And they will be life to your soul, your inner self and gracious adornments adornments to your neck, your outer self. Then you will walk on your way of life securely, and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden fear, nor storms of the wicked. When it comes to sense, you will be blameless. For the Lord will be your confidence, firm and strong, and will keep your foot from being caught in a trap. Do not or do not withhold good from those who, to whom it is due its rightful recipients. When it, is, it, when it is in your power to do, do not say to your neighbor, Go and go back, go and come back, and tomorrow I will give it when you have it with you. Do not deceive evil against, do not devise evil against your neighbor who lives securely beside you. Do not quarrel with a man without cause if he has done you no harm. Do not envy a man of violence and do not choose any of his ways. For the devious are repulsive to the Lord, but his private counsel is with the upright those with spiritual integrity and moral courage. The curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked but to bless the homes of the just and righteous. Though he scoffs scoffs at the scoffer and scorns the scorner, yet he gives his grace, his undeserved favor to to humble those who give up self-importance. The wise will inherit honor and glory, but dishonor and shame is conferred on fools. Father, we love you. We bless you. We give you honor and give you glory. We thank you for this great day. We thank you, Father, for this opportunity that we will hear your word that you will speak unto us, God. And I thank you, Father, for talking to us each individually, God, and collectively. And God, as your word go forth, we know it will not go out and come back unto your Lord, but it will accomplish everything that you set out to do and that pleases you. So, God, we thank you for your word. We bless you for this word, God, that was hide in our heart and would not sin against thee. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So I bless God all today, and once again, I thank God. I bless God for this opportunity. Like I said, I'm not going to be before you long, but I'm just going to give you that what God has placed in my heart to give unto you, and it's concerning us as a people of man. Uh, people are, are call us, call us, as, and speak, I was in confessing our belief in Jesus Christ, and knowing that He is our way maker, He's our uh, light in the darkness, He's our miracle worker, and we speak those things, but then it comes to, uh, in this Proverbs here, Solomon is talking about, and talking to his son. I just want to give you a little, a little backdrop of what is, what's happening right now. Proverbs includes wise sayings from several authors, with the vast majority coming from Solomon who had asked the Lord for wisdom instead of wealth. You can find that in 1 Kings 3, 5-9. And the purpose of the Proverbs seemed in large parts to be addressed to those who are simple. And i put it like this. Who have not yet made up their mind between the way of wisdom and the way of folly. It's, it seeks to impart to them the wisdom that comes from the fear of the Lord and show them how to apply that wisdom to their life. And this is why it's so important that we understand the Word of God and how we understand the Word of God if we're going into reading and understanding and getting a relationship. And how many know you have to get a relationship with the Word? The word has to be to have a relational relationship, have a relational identification with you. You can identify yourself in the word of God. And that's why I saw the, the writer was telling his son, don't forget my teachings. Don't forget the law. Don't forget what I tell you. Don't forget those things that I put in you while you were still young and still growing up and maturing in the word of God and also maturing in life. So those things that God has placed in our life and through the word of God, from our old man to our new man now, our new man should be absorbing the things that God has placed in his law and in his teaching. So, so, so in this right here, Solomon was talking to his son. So if I was used as the topic today, don't assume you know it all. Don't assume. That you know it all because God is still speaking even in the time of this trouble that we're going through, even in the time of this challenges of the COVID-19. There are some things God is trying to tell you. He's telling us just like he's telling his son. And I just felt like I was sitting in a, in a, a court, in, in, in a, in a, in a, in the same room or the same area as Solomon was telling his son back in, in that time frame. He said, son, my son, don't forget my teaching. Don't forget the law but let your hearts keep my commandments. That is what God is wanting us to do right now. He brought us all together. He brought us in our families. He brought the families together. He, he shut down some things. He caused some distractions that was in our life. He, he caused us seed see now that we can come to be in our home and still have that situation in our home, our, our families, our sons, our daughters, the same table that we sit around to eat now. Now we'll sit around that table to eat now, and, and we may have our Computers on and, and all those distractions that were coming at us, Amen. Guess what? God now is taking those things from us, Amen. And then now He's allowing us to come and sit with Him at the table. And God wants to sit at the table with Him, Amen. In our home, in our little confinements, Amen, to get to understand, to share with our children. Because He told us this is a this is a father talking to His Son. And I'm not putting no gender on it, but He said, Son, don't forget my teaching. But let your hearts be kept to keep my commandment. For a length of days and years of life worth living. This is, look at that again. For a length of days and years of life worth living, and tranquility and prosperity, the wholesomeness of life's blessing, they will be added to you. Those things that we were caught up in, God now has taken those things, some of those things away. But some still have those things, those objects in our home, but God still wants us to understand. He said, don't forget my teaching. Don't forget the law. Don't allow those things to become your God. Don't allow that, don't, don't, don't allow that job that you was once on be, to be your job. Don't allow that family member, that son or that daughter to be your job. He said, don't forget my teaching. Follow the instruction. Keep that commandment in your heart. But the command that says God is a jealous God is still there. And God was jealous because guess what? I see this, this whole situation, this whole scenario as Solomon was sharing with my theos, he was sharing that first part as we as the people of God, not just the people of God, but people in general had lost focus on true who their God, who their truly their God was. And we have lost focus on that, so God now brings us in and allows things to happen. I'm not saying God did this, but he allowed things to happen that will shut down the things that we had our focus on. And now it's time for us to focus on ministry in our home, focus on loving one another, focus on sharing, focus on distributing, focusing on those things of the law, taking care of those loved ones, those family members, and those that we don't even know, loving our neighbors as we love ourselves. Now some of us even coming in confession and saying, God, forgive me for I hated my enemy. I hated Sally. I hated her. I hated her ways. Now Sally is now bringing stuff to you, stuff for you, helping you, and now you're helping Sally, and God is doing what you're telling her, telling us as a people of God to do what he was trying to get us to do in ministry. So God is really blessing us, amen. He says, don't assume you know it all. Cause in our walk of life, we tend to think that we? we had it going on. We had it all in our mind. We had it. We had our agenda. We had our plan. But God said, don't assume that you know it all. What you gonna do now? That your job has been shut down just for a minute. What you gonna do now? What, how you gonna, how you gonna take this, uh, and this, this moment right here in your family when you and your family, your wife or your husband couldn't get along together. Now what you gonna do? When your children are having a fuss and fight attitude as a father, as a mother, what you going to do? Don't assume. You know it all. Because now what we've got to do now is we've got to go to God and say, God, help me. You see all over the world, you see people are bowing down, raising their hands up, Maybe people that only didn't even know God, they'll t- call another God, but now they see their God. They know, had had can't come through, but now our God, is the greater living God, the, the God of Yahweh, the God of Jehovah, the God of Je- uh, Elohim, those high those gods, Amen. That you give in your Hebrew name. And he come, He's coming through, Amen. And now, guess what? Now they're praying and seeing through that, through that through the prayer they offer to Him and giving their life and submitting their life to Him. And guess what? We got, then, that, that, then they begin to see God begin to rise up and move in their life and in their homes, in our homes. We see God rise up in the home to bring the families together because we don't forget about his teachings. We don't forget about his laws. He said, do not let mercy and kindness and truth leave you. Instead, let it take, let these qualities be defined. They define you. Let these qualities of Mercy, kindness, and truth, the fruit of the Spirit. They define you when you're going through situations, when you're going through hard times. These are challenging times right now. Now it's time to, now it's time we're in the house together, amen. And guess what's happening right now? Sometimes our mouth gets tough, get, get, get in our way. But now God, we're allowing out the word of God to define us. We're remembering God's word. We're working these things out. And then we walk this walk and walk this walk in together and we're hand in hand. How can two walk together unless they agree? In your household now, you can't go nowhere because the government has, has said they are locked us down. But now when we're inside our homes, amen, now we've got to work this thing out. He said, don't forget. Don't assume you know everything or you know it all. Now what you got to do, you go here, we go to our word. We find it in the scripture. That's what Solomon was telling his son. Don't forget the things that I taught you. Don't forget the things that will bring you life and life more abundantly than the word of God. He said, "Those things, mercy and kindness and truth. Instead, allow these qualities to be attached to you. They define you. He said, bind them securely around your neck Write them on the tablets of your heart. Meditate upon them day and night. When you go to sleep, when you when you when you're at the table, when you're in the house with your family, when you're at school, when you when you're there with your son, the father with their son, the mother with their daughter, and they all come together, they had that one thing on their mind, and they're meditating upon that word. They go through their devotions. They're writing the word up in their house, and the uh, enemy try to come in like a flood. And we find see God, but you have forgot about God's teaching and the word of God. Now you set that stand that's inside of you by the spirit of God it sets a stand up against the enemy, and now you know how to fight against the enemy with faith, not with fists. It's not with fight, it's not a fist, it's not a fight of flesh and blood. It's a principality of power, darkness, and all these things that come against us spiritually. Now you finally figured out. We finally figured out why God has, has us in a place. It's not, a, it's, not, against, it's, not against, it's not against my wife. It's not against my husband. It's not against my child. Now you sit back and you will not forget about the teaching and you tie hide, you hide those things around your neck. The word inside of you becomes a weapon inside of you. Amen. Because you say, greatest He is in me, that He is in the world. Now I can begin to see. I have a spirit of discernment. I have a spirit of wisdom that comes to me and say, that's not your daughter. That's not your. That's not your wife. That's not the that's not your son. That's the enemy that's trying, he's trying to use them to come against you and come against your house. Now you know how to defend. You know how to build that stone wall. You know how to stand up on the wall and be the guard. You know how to be the gatekeeper. You know how to be that peacemaker. You know how to be that one that can bring forth the love of God inside your home. Cause the love of God covers a multitude of sin and overcomes the, all kinds of sin and all things that come against the world. Guess what? God sin is only begotten son in love to redeem us all. Son, don't forget my teaching. So a lot of us tend to want to think we can do it on our own. But God come to let us know. Don't assume that you know it all. How many know you got to go back to school and go to go back to every time when you come out of high school, I mean preschool, grade school, all those schools, you always have a higher learning education. A higher learning. Even in life, Life can be your taskmaster, can be your teacher. as you got to understand that what you use now and use then and use all the time through life, amen, they said it would be for you an understanding of how wisdom is used to gather the information and to be applied. First Lady wisdom always told us that knowledge is good, but when you apply knowledge, that wisdom that you use is the best knowledge and the best wisdom that you can use. Applying that wisdom that God has given you, to I just want y'all to understand that truly God helps us to understand that God, He can be our lamp and our light unto our path and our feet. He gives us direction. He said He placed us on a path of righteousness for His name's sake, and I thank God for that. It says, and on number four it says, so find favor. Find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. This favor is talking about grace. And pastors, I think we have some teachings on grace, amen. Said grace is sufficient. Told, told it in, in the scripture, grace is sufficient. Take this from me, God. Take this from, take this situation from me. Move us out of this, this, this virus, this situation right here. So I don't want to be locked down no more, God. I want, I, we're praying for those things, but in that situation, God is saying, my grace is sufficient. The favor that I've given unto you, Amen, make it high in high esteem. I share with that in the sight of God and amen. Trust in and rely. Confidently on the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own understanding or your own insight or, or the way that you want to do it. It's not your way, but it's God's way. If you're in Christ, you're no longer yourself. It's all. It's all. You give, you give yourself away unto God. Your vessel has become a, uh, a dwelling place for the, for the Lord. So if you understand this right now, if you're walking in the walks right now, and you say you're a, a, a believer and walking in the fullness of God's word and you're applying his word to your daily life, you just got to realize you're not your own, you're not Christ's you're his servant, you're, you're his friend you, you're the one that he brought his life he gave his life for and he wanted to redeem you from the sinful state of, of, your, of your filthy self and now he has brought you into and just remember you can't don't assume you know it all nothing we have done Nothing we have done in our own self got us to the point that we are right now. Nothing we have done, not your job, not your, not your education, none of that have gotten us to where we are right now. And a lot of times we allow those things to rise up of what God has brought us out of, we begin to see that we have our elevation of, of, of self-righteousness, amen, kind of rise up against God's righteousness. And what we do we put ourselves on a pedestal that uh, we forget about what God has been doing for us and what he has done for us. I was just talking to a pastor. I was talking to Pastor Peel today. And I was just asking. him, I said, man, this is about 40 days, isn't it? And he said, yes, I think it was 16 March. Now it's the 26th day of April. And what we're talking about today, we're talking about Solomon was telling his sons, don't forget about... Wisdom. Don't forget about the thing that he had taught them. Use this word to, to understand that to carry us through these situations, to carry us through life. And he was telling them also, he was letting them know that, hey, it can be a fullness of. And he said, make sure that you instead you don't think about how, to, how you're going to do it, but allow these things, mercy and kindness and truth, to be a, be a quality or identify you or you d- define yourself in those things. And God wants to define ourselves in his word. He wants to let us know that it's, it's health to our body. It's strength. Everything that he has has already been applied in his word. Now we've got to do a, 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 a apply to our daily lives. Everything that we have in our walk of life, God has shown me that no matter how far uh, uh, we are to this situation, amen, God still has the final hand, the final say, and he's still in control. God is letting us know in this situation right now, in this the, the challenge that we're going through right now, that he's always going to be there for us. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. God has allowed us to see in a situation in our sons and daughters. We come together and been, he's building our first ministry in our home. God has to say we've got in our first ministry in our home, and then it comes out to be a first ministry as we come back to the local assembly. And the local assembly we passed was talking about last week to build a country, build a city, build a state, build a build a nation. And then all of a sudden all these things, all of us are on one accord, walking in the fullness of God, but we not forgot his teaching. I believe God allowed us to get into this situation because a lot of us, all of us forgot the teachings. Forgot those things that God allowed us to have we tend to place those things before him and I was just thinking about how we, and I was talking to Pastor today and I said this is 40 days and remember the children of Israel walked through the wisdom wilderness, wilderness for 40 what years and I just saw this as a time of representing that time frame there as we walk through this situation through our lifetime and through this Prices, amen. God still couldn't be provided. He provided food for them. He provided water for them. He provided bread for them. He provided clothes for them. But they failed to walk in the spirit of understanding or spirit of wisdom as they walked around and they always wanted to go back to that place that they came from. And that's why I ask you a question What are you learning? in these 40 days that you could be better? What are you learning according to God's word that will lead you as the Solomon told his son not to forget the teaching? What are we learning? And we can hide this word in our heart and we can, we can, we can live this word according to what God wants us to live it, and then we can also apply this word so that people can see the difference between the world and the, and the body of Christ. What are we learning? What are we learning? Are we going to be continuing like the children of Israel? Are we going to continue to murmur, complain, and say, I want to get out of this, I want to go back, I'm waiting on the time frame to lift this up? What are you going to do when they lift it up? What are we learning? Don't assume that you know it all. Because God is ready to share some things with each and every one of us that in this time, in this time of pres- uh, perseverance, of uh, 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 preserving us, amen, keeping us from out of harm's way, God is showing us for what is to come. So what is to come? I don't know. Is it going to be better? Is it going to be worse? But I don't think it's going to go back to our normal normal system. Some people say it's a reset, some say new normal. I believe it's going to be a change and a shifting in the atmosphere. God has already done it. He is turning turning his world upside down and now we begin to see him who he really is. And when we really see him who he really is, amen, guess what? We won't go back. We're coming out, but we won't go back. I don't want to go back to the flesh pots. I want to continue to move forward because the word tell me, don't forget the teachings because the teachings of God don't keep you stagnant. Don't put you back in a, re, a, a setback where they push you into a force, but they'll push you movement, a momentum push to the front and to the, to the, to the future. And I, just want, I don't want nothing to hinder me throughout this walk. I don't want to be like his children 40 years in the wilderness. 40 days. In a challenge, and people are still acting foolish. (laughs) People in the house are still acting wild and acting woolly and acting just acting like they never been together for years. God wants us to see Him in everything that we do. Allow Him to be seen in everything. That we do. Everything we speak of. Everything that we come about. In our marriage, in our homes, with our children, with our finances. Everything God wants to see it. So that's why I believe He allowed these things to happen. Just like almost like Saul. We weren't persecuting the saints. You might be because your mouth might be putting on them. Words you thinking about them. It's not not just going out killing them or or, or doing that. You're killing them with the word. So those things right there, God is showing us our mouth can get us in trouble. Our attitude can get us in trouble. Our thoughts can get us in trouble. The way we carry ourselves in in, in in, 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 around a, or in our family or in the community can get us in trouble. God wants to remember the things that he had taught us in his word. So what are we learning? What are we learning these last 40 days or these 40 days or plus? What are we learning? What are we learning? We never know. We don't know how long it's going to be. But we got to get all we can get in what we have right now. We got to get more love, get more understanding, get more wisdom, get more knowledge, and allow this words to fly, uh, fly, fill us up. And that we will we'll, we'll, we'll walk out of this with, as pure gold, going through the fire, knowing that we've been we're going through a situation, going through a challenge, but we still, we're going to make it. That's what God wants. He wants to see in everything, see Him. The children of Israel had a promise. We got a promise. He said, I'll never leave us nor forsake us. He said, I'm your God. He said, I'll be there when I be there and may I be that what you desire for me to be. I'll be that I am that you want me to be. But when we try to do it on ourselves, in ourselves, we apply our daily thoughts and our ways and try to make them higher than God's. God wants us to see him in everything. Don't assume you know it all. Always seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. He says you add these things unto us. <clears throat> Remember, God loves us. He will always love us. He will be there for us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Meditate upon his word day and night. Trust him, rely him confidently on the Lord with all your heart. Not rely on your own self-insight, on your own thoughts. <coughs> Allow him to be your light and your path, on your path your, on your feet and a, and a lamp unto your feet, and your pathway. Allow him to be that what God has called you to do. Allow him to call be that what he said he would be in your life. Allow us to be as men to rise up and stand up and say, I will, I will back for my family. I will be a protector. I will be a priest. I will be a provider. I will be that where God wants me to be. Allow us as men, women and men to submit ourselves unto one another. Submit, first submit ourselves unto God. And walk this walk because God has a plan. And I believe not, and I believe it. I believe he has a plan for each and every one of us. Because he said it in his word. That's why you got to know stick to his his teachings. Don't allow yourself to think you know it all. Don't allow yourself I'm talking to me myself because he talked to me first. Don't allow us to get caught up with this old world situation how I used to do it. Allow God to take you through the new. He said, can't you see it? He's doing a new thing. Can't you see it? If you can't see it you're going to get stuck. I think Pastor spoke on last week. Remember Lot's wife. You get stuck because you got the same mentality as you did before you came into this challenge now. And you're trying to go out with the same mentality of keeping yourself thinking you know it all. But God just told us today, don't assume you know it all. You cannot go through this same Coming through this, come through, it in this, through this challenge and trying to come out the same way, it's not going to be good because the same challenge may continue to be extended and it may even get worse. What we're going to do? I am praying, and pe- we are praying consistently for, for the body of Christ. We are praying that the spirit of wisdom falls upon the people of God, and that you, we allow. The spirit of wisdom to lead us into the truth. And with the spirit of wisdom come a, a, a preserving. Think about this: a preserving. <coughs> we walk by the Spirit, allowing God to use that was inside of each and every one of us. We hear from heaven, see God's word written up on the pages of time. Take this word off these pages, hide them in our heart, and then those, that word becomes life to each and every one of us. Inside of us, become living word inside of us. We begin to speak those things that are not as though well they were. We begin to see in our homes that we can speak those things, and then we live it by applying the wisdom of God upon our life, and it reflects inside of our homes, and we become the light in, the, in our home in our community, in our state, in our nation. And God become lifted up in him, and he began to draw men unto him. So this is what God is asking us to do. Take this time, don't think you know it all. Take this time, and he told his son, don't forget my teaching. How can he not, how can he remember his teaching? He got to go and study. He got to go in and read. You got to go in and take time to meditate upon that word. You got to go in and take time to take that, that word and dissect it, and go from book to book and see how God wants to relate this to not just there but right now. You got to use this word to relate to us right now. This word is for all of Genesis to Revelation helps us to understand where we can be and where we could be and where we could have been, we, we where we're going to end up. In that, that, that destiny. So I want to I want to share with you. Don't get ready to close. Take this word. Hide it in your heart. Apply it to your life individually and watch how it works collectively. Individually and watch how it works collectively. He was talking to his son. He said, son, don't forget my teaching but let your heart keep my commandment. So in my house today, amen, in my house for these 40 some days I've been working working home, amen, and I just thank God and it's just cause it's just it's just been it's such so, a pleasure and such a blessing. And on this journey that we are on, amen, I just thank you and pray that God continue to be your way maker, your miracle worker, and your promise keeper. I pray he be that light in the darkness for each and every one of us. That when a we situation comes into our home, we got to remember God's instruction. Yes, I read the whole entire reading of, of Psalms, Amen. But I just want you to understand this whole entire reading is talking about wisdom. Proverbs, it's talking about the book of wisdom. How Solomon chose wisdom over wealth. How Solomon chose how to use wisdom to rule his kingdom. The same thing we have got to use to rule the kingdom of God here on earth. Be in our homes, in our community, in our jobs, wherever it may be. God wants us to use his wisdom, his wisdom to guide this nation into this nation that he has that to be rolled, to rise up. And to give him praise, and I thank God for this day. I thank God for His Word, Amen. Don't assume you know it all. Don't assume you know it all, because when we use to come into assumption of things, Amen, we kind of tend to leave out the things that God wants to do, and we think we're doing the right thing. We'll be so far from God because we're not doing the thing that He called He told us to do. We'll be so far from God that we will be so far away from him. But think about that as in the military. On a compass, you get a little, just a little degree off. You can end up drifting off so far away. Don't allow yourself to lose focus on God's teaching, his instructions. Hide it in your heart. Tie to your neck. Not leave your own understanding. Trust him. Allow him to direct your path. Don't assume you know it all. But trust God he will love by the Holy Spirit. He will direct you according to the Spirit of Wisdom to lead you into all truth. And that's what we need today. Today, we need the Spirit of Wisdom to lead us, direct us, the Holy Spirit to come in the, in the truth of it all. Because there are so many false prophets and so many false teachers. And the media is causing all kinds of kinds of distractions. So stay focused. Stay focused. Don't assume you know it all. But stay focused and trust God. We're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. The only way we can get through this is to allow the Spirit of God to lead us, lead us through this, this whole situation. That's why Jesus left him here. That's why Jesus left the Spirit of God here to lead us, direct us, and keep us on, on point wherever God wants us to go, by day and by night, the children of Israel had a cloud by day and by night. That same cloud, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, led them into the promised land. So that's what God that's what had wanted to do with us. He wanted to lead us into the promise that he has given to each and every one of us, individually and collectively. So don't assume that you know it all. Trust God and go to him and seek him for everything that you need. This is my prayer. This is my prayer. This is my prayer. That we seek God as we cry out to him. And we believe him. And we call upon him and trust him. We say he's our God. He's a Jehovah. He's a Jehovah. He's he's our provider. He's our Lord, our Savior. He's our keeper. He's our refuge. We send all those things to him. He said, now, I want you to believe and trust in what you're saying. Because guess what? Your words mean a lot to me. Your word means a lot to God. He said your words that come from your mouth should not go out and come back into the forward, but accomplish that which you say. That's why you've got to let that be inside of you. And allow the Spirit of God to lead you to what you speak. Because there's death and life in the power of the tongue. Death and life in the power of the tongue. Sons and daughters, don't forget my instructions. That's what God is telling us. Don't forget my instructions. Allow me to take care of you and, and control of your life. Allow me to be the Lord of your life. That is what he wants us to do today. And that's what I surrender. I say, God, I surrender. I surrender all unto you. That is what God wants to do. Lift your hands, you son, if you know that you have been taking things on your, your own. Lift your hands. Say, God, I've been doing some things on my own. I walked in the situation that I know I wasn't supposed to. I walked into to 60 where I said some things that I wasn't supposed to. I said some things to my children. I said some things to my wife. I said some things to my friends that I wasn't supposed to. So God now I surrender. I ask that you first forgive me. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of it. And I come repenting of the things I not only did against my friend, but most of all I did it against you. That It's how we get back to God and allow him to take control and full control of our life. Then we stay and walk in the spirit of wisdom and apply this daily life. I don't care how long you've been reading the word of God. If the application is not there, the work that you're doing in your reading in your devotion, your prayers, it's it's not effective. God is looking for people fetching fervent prayer, the effectual, fervent prayer to the righteous. Our work's being done unto Him. Everything that we do we seek in Him. We trust in Him. And when it don't even look like it, even when it don't seem like it's working, even when it don't feel like it's working, you never stop. He never stops. Even when it doesn't seem like it's working, even when it doesn't feel like it's working, God is continuing to work in you. That's why we've got to remember, don't assume that you know it all. Trust God and allow him to direct your path. Have a blessed day on today, and I thank God for you. I bless God for you. And what we're going to do, if there's anyone on the line, amen, we're always going to offer Christ.